Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! In your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing can take us away from the love of our Heavenly Father. This is Ariel, and welcome to In My Father's House. This show tonight will be for 30 minutes. We're going to be discussing about the personalities. The personalities was introduced to me, oh, over 16 years ago. And one of the things that I had... um, learned from the personalities was how it set me free, how it was a first tool that God used to let me know that I was not a mistake, that I was someone that he had perfectly knitted together in my mother's womb, that he knew me from the foundation of the earth, and I was perfectly whole with my God-given personality. But what happens is as we are living in this earth and we go about um, living, we a lot of times may be misunderstood. We don't know who we are. And when I was given this tool, it unlocked, uncovered a lot in me, and it helped me to bring back things that I knew that felt right about who I was and who I am. And I just want to tell you that um, as we talk about the personalities, there may be an opportunity at the end of the show for you can call in and talk. Um, just depends on how much I can get covered because it's a lot to cover. But I just want to start off and just tell you a little bit about how this came about. It was a few years after I had came to know the Lord and I had uh, worked for a Christian newspaper and they had um, I was in advertising. And I was able to procure an ad at a local venue. And Florence Littower um, is the instructor, and she had a workshop called The Personalities. Never did know that when I was going to this workshop that it was going to be used by God to help me understand something about myself. Now, let me just tell you a little bit of background of the personalities. You know, sometimes we we notice people that are different from us, and we just don't know why they act the way they do. Now, some of you out there, you know, there's really, there's like four categories of the personalities. 
And not saying that we put people in a box, but it's kind of like a, a good way to understand how we're kind of wired and how we seem to get along with certain people versus other people. And that's because we have a lot in common. And the traits I'm going to be um, talking about, there's four words. And um, they may sound Greek to you because they are Greek words. And it dates all the way back um, to Hippocrates, who, you know, where you get the Hippocratic oath that doctors take. Well, he believed that there were four different kinds of um, fluids running through the body, and that pretty much made you how you were. Well, we've since learned that that's not true, but there is some truth to the fact of genetics, just like we know that um, you can have twins that have been separated at birth, and they have found that even if they had different families, um, different kinds of upbringings, that there's something alike in them because it's in their DNA. And you also have children that come from the same mom and dad, but yet have various personalities, just vast different personalities. So what we're finding out is that God has put these things in us, these personalities, and it's just a way of how we view things. And it's for a lot of good. A lot of times people think, oh, well, this one's good, this personality's good, and this one's bad. It's not anything good or bad. It's just a perspective. See, it says in the Bible, it says we are to get wisdom, and wisdom is knowledge applied. But it also says to get wisdom, we must get understanding, and understanding is learning how to deal with those things that we do get, the knowledge that we do get, so that we can correctly apply it and understand, so that we can say, oh, I understand how that person sees that. I may not see it that way, but I can see how they can see it that way. So with that, let's begin. Four different segments of personalities. The first one is called sanguine, S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E. And if you were just like to make a, if you want to put a diagram on a piece of paper, you can do so. Just like make four boxes um, together. And the far top left-hand box put sanguine. And next to that, to the right of the box, you can put choleric or choleric. I always kind of interchange those two words. C-H-O-L-E-R-I-C. And below that box, you can put the word Melancholy, M-E-L-A-N-C-H-O-L-Y. And that will be directly across from sanguine, unlike horizontal. And then horizontal to choleric on the far left would be the word phlegmatic, P-H-L-E-G-M-A-T-I-C. I think that just kind of going off the top of my head, but phlegmatic. And those are the first four terms we're going to be talking about. Now, again, it's not to put anybody in a box, but it's to kind of get you an understanding. And it's, and it's a way to get free. Like sanguines. Um, you may know a sanguine. I have that as a main trait. Sanguines, we're going to talk about the visible personality, the sanguine personality, the visible personality of a sanguine. First thing you can find out is if you know someone who is loud. If they are loud, more than likely they're a sanguine. Sanguines um, have a visual uh, voice that carries. They also have visual as far as like if they're a woman, they may have long dangling earrings. They may have hair that's kind of a little bit more 
you know, not conservative, a little bit more on the wild side. They may have flashy clothes. Um, They just kind of like your free spirits, as a lot of people would say. Now, the saying one also, visually, will talk with their hands. And visually, they'll always have an open mouth. And because sanguins love to talk, there really isn't any secrets with sanguins because they have an open mouth and an open hands and open life. Now, directly across from the sanguine on the personality chart, you've got melancholy. So sanguines are open in their expressions with their hands, but melancholy closed hands. Melancholies would have a very conservative taste of clothing, conservative earrings if they're a woman, a conservative hairstyle, classic clothing versus the wild, a little bit more out there, sanguine, but very classic clothing, very classic shoes, always put together. So if the sanguine has an open life, the melancholy would have a closed life. They will only speak to you on a need-to-know basis about their life. So let's go to the choleric or cleric. And that one, you can tell that person when they come in a room, the energy will rise. Either if it's a positive, it will be a positive experience. If it's negative energy, it will be negative. But a cleric will come in and will make their presence known. They have um, their finger will be pointing. They will come and um, their clothing are very functional. They will tend to love the color red. They will have functional shoes. They will have um, very straight to the point. They come right in. Now, a cleric also has a um, demeanor of take charge. So that's the visual of a cleric. Now, the directly opposite of the cleric visually is the phlegmatic. Now, the phlegmatic, if the cleric is come in, take charge, very strong, well, the phlegmatic is a little bit laid back. Cleric, functional clothing, very much strict attire. Phlegmatic, casual clothing, on the very casual end. It would also have like loafers. They would have clothes. They're just very relaxed. Now, the different personalities are kind of fueled by different things. You can tell by the, the speech of different person, um, people. Like if you hear someone say, oh, I want to do something because it's fun, more than likely they have sanguine, a sanguine personality part. They don't have to have 100%, but part is sanguine, or probably a majority of part. If you hear that someone saying, well, I must take control, powerful cholerics. You hear someone say, well, my house needs to be perfect, perfection. That would be the perfect melancholy. And if you hear, I just want to have peace, I, all I want to do is just, what do we do? I, I need to know how much energy it takes, and I just want to have peace. That, my friends, is a peaceful phlegmatic. So those are the four basics. When you have, like, combinations, and usually the sanguines and clerics are your outgoing personalities. The um, introverts are your melancholies and your phlegmatics. Now, as far as 
strengths and weaknesses of the personalities. The sanguine personality, their strengths would be, of course, talking, would be someone who loves to tell, um, share stories, tell stories. They tend to be in professions where they do talk. Um, they also are very people-oriented. Weaknesses, money. Not very good with finances because it's no fun. Now, with the choleric, their strength is that they take charge. So, so they're the ones who get the work done, and they thrive on getting the work done. And they're ones that love to take charge of a project, and they will see things through. Weakness, they tend to be bossy, tend to be invaders of spaces. Melancholies, strengths of the melancholy is that they have to, because they like order, they're very, very much detail-oriented. So they're very, very um, list and schedules and putting things in order. Weaknesses is that they tend to be not as, um, I would say, let's see, as far as they can't multitask, so they may get a little bit more um, upset if there's a lot of things going on because they're really task-oriented. So um, they have to learn how to delegate when usually it's very hard for them to do that. It's like Merrick. Their strength is that they're natural-born negotiators. They love to negotiate. They love to, they can see all sides, and they tend to listen. Uh, weakness. They tend to be a little bit too relaxed sometimes and may not um, take advantage of situations. And that's not, and you can see with all the personalities, there's the strengths and weaknesses. Now, the really interesting things that I've had when I've taught about the personalities is people say, well, what, you know, as far as like with marriage, I can see I'm this and my husband's that. What makes the best marriage? Well, you know, every marriage takes work, but they find that if you have one part of a personality in common, if you focus on that, you'll be pretty much okay. You know, the mystery of two and one is if you take your hands up, you take your hand up and you look at your fingertips and that's your strengths. And if you look at in between your fingertips, those are your weaknesses. Now hold the other hand up and it's those hands, that's the strengths and that's the weaknesses. So on the right hand, you've got the wife. On the left hand, you've got the husband. These are the strengths and these are the weaknesses of both people. Now, put the two hands together. See how they collapse together and they become one. The mystery is your strengths are a part, is, um, counteracts his weaknesses. His strengths counteracts your weaknesses. What happens is people fall in love with the, the other person's strengths, but they go home to live with their weaknesses. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is a little bit about the personalities. wanted to kind of share that because it was something very, very eye-opening for me because I started seeing different people that I knew, friends and family, and I said, wow, now I understand why I can get along with a certain group of people versus other people. And I think what really was very eye-opening for me also was when they started talking about the dynamics of how if you don't understand the personalities or you don't understand how people are wired, what will happen? 
And I remember in the classroom, they talked about what happens if, like, a little girl who was a little sanguine girl grew up in a very strong household where you had powerful choleric, you know, perfect melancholy. And, uh, you know, she hears, um, you know, you're just different. Why can't you settle down? Why can't you do this? Why are you always so wanting to always change and do things? And I heard that, and it was like, wow, that's me. I, I know exactly what that feels like. And I realized, you know what? It's okay that I'm wired the way I am, even if other people in the family aren't. But it's okay that they're wired the way they are. So when you know that the people you love are wired differently and you are wired differently, you can learn to understand why they're wired that way and realize that it's okay that you are different. Because remember, as we get wisdom, we get understanding. And it does say in Proverbs 4, Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to um, take this time right now and just like to pray for anyone that has listened and if this has ministered to you in any way, I just hope that you just will, uh, you can contact the blog radio show and when when I'm on and let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Like I said, later on, we're going to be opening up the lines. This is just the second show. And um, I'd just like to just speak with you and um, help you in any way I can. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you for this time, Lord. I thank you that you have given such a vehicle as Blog Talk Radio. I thank you for the listeners that that are hearing this, Lord, and I ask that you just show them how you knew them, as you said in your word, for the foundation of the earth and how you knitted them in their mother's womb and how you, you knew exactly what personality, what temperament, how they were going to look, where they were going to live, and what they were going to experience. So, Father, let this tool be be used to bring the beginning of releasing the grip of the enemy off their life. So, Father, I thank you for those that you've given to me to speak to tonight. And I thank you that we give you all the glory 
and all the power in Jesus' mighty name. Take care, everyone. We thank you. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! Let's go!